Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Alita. And I'm Rachel. Welcome to the club. Hello, guys. Hi. Welcome to today's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. We are so excited for today's episode. It's another Dear SD where you guys ask us questions about life and skin and whatever other questions you have and we answer them for you. Give you the honest truth. So today is pretty skin SD based for all of our questions. So I'm excited about that. But before we get started, we are going to share our weekly favorites and our weekly update. So Rachel, what's your weekly favorite? Okay, so I have a lot of weekly favorites <laughs> this week. So the first one is actually something that you recommended to me. Oh. And it's a Calm Magnesium oh, yes. supplement. I love it. It's so good. It tastes so good. And I've been taking it before bed, like you said. Like mm-hmm. I'll just mix it in my water. But it's so good to help de-stress, um, help you sleep better, relax your muscles. So I really, really like that. I feel like that's like the only thing that gives me a really good night's rest. Mm-hmm. Like I I have rarely been waking up feeling like refreshed lately, but that's like the only thing that can help me sleep through the entire night. Yeah. And <laughs> I've been sleeping so bad lately for whatever reason. So I've been keeping melatonin gummies by my oh, nightstand, yeah. which probably isn't good to have those <laughs> every night because I don't want my body to get used to that. Right. But I've been loving the magnesium. That's been a better swap. Yeah. I think. And there's so many benefits to like taking magnesium on a daily basis. So that's awesome. We love that. Okay. So the other one is I found on Netflix, Skin Decision. Have you heard of that? Okay, I saw you post about it. I want to watch it, but I haven't started it yet. Okay, so I was just like, I think I was looking up Botched. I was trying oh, to watch Botched. such a good show. Because <laughs> I find it so entertaining, but I don't think it's on Netflix. But mm-hmm. Skin Decision came up, so I'm like, oh, what the heck is that? So yeah. I clicked on it. And I just, I love it. Plastic surgeon, RN, oh, both ladies. And they really? help change the lives of people like in the first episode, some lady came in that got shot like nine times and like they just help her feel better about her body because you know, like that's going to do things to you. Like through plastic surgery or plastic surgery. Uh Uh-huh. Do they do like any aesthetics based stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's another girl who came in with pretty severe acne scarring Mm -hmm. and she had like grids on her face from past lasers like burned her. And so it's like, it just shows like the emotion from dealing with your skin and your body and Seriously. what plastic surgeons and estheticians, RNs, medical professionals can do to help you feel better. So Wow. Where are they located? That's really cool. Are they California? I want to say California. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So that like makes me feel something. <laughs> I know. I was like emotional watching. I was like, what the heck? I just started it. Yeah. So I've only watched one episode. So I need to keep watching, but I really like the first one wow and i'm excited but yeah and i'm so sorry one more weekly favorite and then oh, yeah you're good I'm done i have three <laughs> weekly favorites so my third weekly favorite is um swimsuits i've they haven't come yet so i honestly can't comment on the yeah. quality but i bought two swimsuits from good american chloe kardashian's company oh so i didn't even know that she had a swimsuit yeah <laughs> yeah she has like jeans and stuff okay but I mean, I've heard good things about the company. I haven't actually tried the suits on, so I don't know how good they are, but really cute. Sweet. Really cute. I'm excited. So, are they like one pieces, two pieces? I or? got one of them's a one piece. Really like it because it has a high leg. Mm-hmm. And so since I'm shaped like a box, it'll make me look <laughs> a little more curvy. <laughs> so You're that so one, funny. I love a high leg swimsuit. So I got that. And then I got... um a bikini that was really okay. cute too so, I got so both. have you heard of toluca huh it's whitney that? simmons swimsuit company she has a swimsuit company mm-hmm. and it's super cute and like all of her stuff is like super high leg because that's like her favorite toluca toluca it's t-o-l-u-c-a she's like a okay. co-owner to it but she started it i want to say like a year or two ago but they're all really cute and like they're very feminine but very like anyone can wear them mm-hmm. like no matter what shape you are it's like I it, love that. it fits everyone so 
That's another one you should look into for Wait. the high legs. Amazing. Okay. Well, good to know. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear your weekly <laughs> favorites. So my weekly favorites are, first off, cold rollers. I got like one of those big chunky base cold rollers uh-huh. and I love it. It just feels so good. Like it almost wakes you up. It <laughs> it does. It's like an ice plunge for your face. <laughs> mm-hmm. It feels super good. So I feel like especially I've been so puffy because I haven't been getting great sleep lately. So I feel like it's been helping not be so puffy. And then my other weekly favorite is bath bombs and bubble bars. Like anything to make your bath luxurious. <laughs> My favorite. I love baths so much. And so for Valentine's Day, I bought a couple. And so I've just been using them. And like I've been putting them in Joby's bath. And like she loves them. So I want to actually learn how to make my own. I feel like making your own soap would be really cool. That would be fun. <laughs> Wait, is a bubble bar the same thing as a bath bomb? So a bath bomb is just pretty much like colorful water mm-hmm. that fizzes and it like makes it look all cool but the bubble bar is like um bubble bath but in a bar ah. <laughs> so it's like a bath bomb version it's like of you just throw bubbles. it in your bath so i just like i got like a big bubble bar from lush and mm-hmm. so you can cut it into like little littler pieces oh, cool. and then you just kind of crumble it as like the water is filling up your tub and then it just makes it super bubbly Ooh. and they're also colored too so then it can like tint your bath water whatever color so Honestly. it's really nice it's like a bath bomb and a bubble bath nothing better than that no I love so baths. and it smells good so I was looking into like how to make them this week <laughs> and it's really easy so I'm like I should just make them because they're kind of expensive like yeah. bath bombs now are like close to 15 bucks and yeah. same with these bubble bars I'm like a 30 dollar bath really oh my gosh. well if anyone can make it it's you so <laughs> I would hope let me so. know how it goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah I will let you know but what's your weekly update so not much has changed Really, I think the only different thing is I started doing a series on Instagram where I'm talking all about skincare ingredients and I've really liked it because I've learned a lot myself. Like it's forced me to study more because I want to be able to whip out crazy facts about Mm -hmm. random ingredients (laughs) that people are like, huh? Like, I just think that's so cool. I want to be able to do that. I mean, there's bajillion ingredients out there like we're not going to know everything, mm-hmm. but I just really want to educate myself and be able to know them really well and have a really good understanding of yeah. just how it works and totally. so, the chemistry. And so I've been doing that and talking all about ingredients. So I've just been doing a little extra studying. And so that's awesome. It's been fun. Sweet. Um. So my weekly update, was that all? That's all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My weekly update, um, I opened an account with Face Reality and I took their acne course and I'm obsessed. Like I learned so much in their acne course and I feel like especially in this industry, you can just never stop learning. And I yeah. thought that I knew a lot about acne, <laughs> but this course really just like humbled me (laughs) (laughs) it was like maybe you don't know as much as you thought so it's really nice um it taught me a lot and face reality is a very like acne specific line and they are super affordable so I just love that now I have access to it and to all of like their courses and protocols and trainings that they have yeah so I'm super happy that I opened an account with them and then Today, Ryder and I have our tax appointment, which I'm like dreading. (laughs) That stresses me out. (laughs) I know. They're so not fun, but I have such a good tax guy and he helped us so much last year. So I'm hoping we get some good write-offs again this year. Good. And then I have been looking more into our merch this week. So I've just been trying to look through some more details on like teas and different things like that. So... We are actually wanting to come out with merch soon, <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll ask you guys some questions on Instagram, like if you guys prefer long sleeves or short sleeves yeah. or sets and different things like that, because that is in the future. So And even some like different designs we've come up with. Yes. We'll have a poll. Yes. 
So keep an eye out for that. All right. So let's dive into our Dear SD episode. So we are going to just go one by one and read through these and give our advice and opinions. Do you want to start us off? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The first question we got says, what is the best service for a newbie? I don't know if that means like new esthetician or new client, but let's answer both. Yeah. Okay. So I would say for a new client, nothing too aggressive. Maybe something that gives a good deep clean. Mm -hmm. At Revive, we always say glow up facial. That's a really good first timer facial because you get the exfoliation from dermaplaning. You get rid of that dead um, skin and vellus hair, which is peach fuzz. And then the ultrasonic gives a really good deep clean. And a jelly mask, that feels really good. So that's a really great first timer one. As for esthetician. Yeah. Honestly, probably very similar. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think you need to feel like you Stick need to... Stick with the basics. Yeah, I don't feel like you need to get a bunch of giant back bar products and yeah. the newest <laughs> and new things. Like, just slowly build up. Yeah, I would agree. So I think, like, for a new esthetician, like, if you don't feel confident in, like, dermaplaning, like, take some more time and make sure you get your practice in before performing on a client. Practice on a peach. Yeah, literally. That's what we did. (laughs) Yeah, and, or, like, even, like, on your arm, like, so that you can feel, like, oh, how Mm -hmm. hard am I pressing? Like, different things like that, but best service for sure for a new client, I would say, is, like, Dermaplane, ultrasonic jelly mask, or even like the hydrofacial, something yes. super like cleansing and nourishing, a little combo of the two. So, okay, next question is I am a current SD student. How is your transition from SD school to professional work life? Um, so from SD school to the professional work life, I would say it's like a complete 180. At least in my situation, like I felt like um, I had first off learned like almost like a stigma of waxing because in school, like nobody wanted to wax for some reason. And that was my first job out of school. And so I kind of thought like, oh, I'm going to not like this. (laughs) That's so true. And then I ended up loving it. And like to this day, I still like anytime I get the opportunity to wax, I'll wax. And you can even sugar wax, right? Mm-hmm. And so I cool. like sugaring. It's so fun. And so I think just like having the expectation of being a lot more confident in yourself when you graduate, just um, like in your abilities and in what you know, I think like the transition is hard because you suddenly are expected to do everything that you're told not to do in school. <laughs> um, but... I don't know. What would you say, Rachel? My transition wasn't what I expected it to. I think I left school thinking like, hey, I'm going to go work in a med spa. Oh, yeah. Like that was my dream. I wanted Mm -hmm. I was in Utah and my dream was to work for Spa Truve or something like that. Like that was my dream. And I applied to a million places. And like the first job that got back to me was a day spa. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, it's not my first pick but you know it's a great place to start and you know although it wasn't my favorite thing I learned a lot and because I was in the day spa I was doing more so like fluffy facials I probably did one microneedling treatment mm-hmm. the entire time I was oh. there <laughs> um so I mean we had that but I just didn't really do it yeah we did mostly like fluffy facials I did waxing I did pedicures body treatments And so I think I learned a lot and I was able to see like what I really wanted. Like, Mm -hmm. even though I kind of knew waxing wasn't my thing, I I got confidence because it forced me to wax. Like I was terrified my first client. Yeah. But after I did it, I was like, wait, I can do this. And so it gave me confidence. And so I think it's not a bad thing if you work for like a big day spa company like that, you know, like I think it's really good because you can see what you're good at and what you like. And for me, it just kind of validated like, okay, I want to specialize in skincare. Mm -hmm. And that's when I left. Right. Yeah. That I think I kind of had that same mentality of like, I just wanted to be in a med spa. That was like Mm -hmm. where I wanted to end up. I feel like everyone's kind of in that same boat. Um, But then you can see, I mean, just try so many different um, realms within the field like if you want to try lashes or brows or yeah. like 
pedicures or like there's so many different things that you can do within our industry spray tans you don't have to be perfect at all of them but it's so nice to just try them all and see what you like the best you'll surprise yourself for sure so i think yeah that's good that's good that's good (laughs) okay next one the next question says what's your favorite service to perform and have performed on you um we touched on this one a little bit last Mm -hmm. episode my favorite to get done on myself is the hydrofacial. Just it feels so good. So and good. The deep clean feeling after and the glow is just unlike Amazing. anything else. And to do on other people, skin pen microneedling for sure, because it's just so much more powerful now like using the new pen mm-hmm. that we just upgraded to. It I just feel a difference and I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's fun for me. I would agree. I think my favorite ones to get done are either DMK. Mm-hmm and or hydrofacial so those are my top two and then my favorite to perform I love doing peels (laughs) like they're quick they're they're great they're just like they're fun I love how fast-paced they are and I feel like I'm a fast-paced kind of person so I I really like those (laughs) okay um what's something you didn't learn in school that you learned out in the work field that you learn everything else <laughs> once you get out. When I loved school, I thought I knew everything. Yeah. And I didn't. I don't know if that's really an answer to it, but. Yeah, I think just like trusting that people in the field know a lot more than you yeah. with experience. I think just confidence too oh, yeah. is another thing. I think I learned how to be confident with myself and how to deal with frustrating situations because they're bound to happen Mm -hmm. like or if there's a mishap or just you know someone's upset which think the heavens (laughs) doesn't happen often but it has happened before like at my first job I've had angry clients and I was terrified at first you know and it's just a learning thing like not everyone's gonna be happy like you could do the best job and some people could just choose to be upset with you that day totally could have nothing to do with you yep kind of going off on a tangent no that makes a lot of sense and just like trusting your gut I think for a lot of um because like you do learn so much in school especially like the nitty-gritty stuff that you don't typically go out of your way to learn outside of school the my lady handbook yeah And like, I mean, you learn so much about like the Fitzpatrick scale. You learn so Mm -hmm. much about different skin types. And like, as you get into the field, you start touching skin and like really working with it and learning in depth what those are. Yeah. And so I think something that you learn out in the field is really just like how to treat those skin types and like trusting yourself and like being confident with the decisions that you're making because of what you learned in school, you know? Mm-hmm. stuff that's like actually that. so true okay last thing about yeah, no. <laughs> that um I out of school is actually really nervous to work with higher Fitzpatrick's because mm-hmm. in school we learn like how careful you need to be because of things like hypopigmentation can happen yeah like you can't just throw salicylic acid chemical peel on them like yeah don't do that <laughs> oh geez I just hit the microphone but I was terrified but like now working in the field and now working with lots of higher Fitzpatrick clients I feel so confident with it Mm -hmm. and so I think just taking time to like don't expect yourself to know everything right off the bat like be patient with yourself like it's taken me years to like feel like super confident yes so I agree okay is it me yeah okay another question there is a girl at my spa who is a bully to everyone around at work. What can I do to resolve conflict or do I even stay? Ew. Ew. <laughs> Bye, bullies. We don't like bullies. Honestly, there's, I feel like, I remember when I went to esthetician school, I was in class, I was the youngest one in my class. And I was in class with a bunch of ladies who are like way older than me. Like some oh. of them could even have been my mother. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like there were a lot of young ones, too. But like I was in class with some older ladies, too. And I just remember like hearing drama and them talking about each other. I remember being like flabbergasted. Like, what? (laughs) I thought this only happened in high school. Like I just graduated high school and I was like, 
I thought we were over this. And I like told my mom and she's like, oh no, like people, doesn't matter how old they are. Like you're going to come across bullies all your life and just do you don't engage in any of the drama. That's what I've learned. Yeah. I think like if it's a real issue, talk to your boss Yeah, and like if you've already done that, like demand that things change because no one should be treated poorly like for just being at work. <laughs> no. And there's no excuse for someone to be rude ever. Even if they're having the worst day of your life, that's never okay to be rude to someone and else it's, ever. Typically it's a them problem. Like the reason yeah. why bullies are mean is just like they have their own issues and own insecurities and so it's something that I know it's so hard to like not take personally when someone keeps making jabs at you for no reason yeah but I mean you can confront them (laughs) and demand that like they respect you for just being a coworker. you know like no one deserves that yeah or if it's not working I would say just go to authorities in your workplace and if that doesn't work, get the heck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Find places that will value you as an esthetician. Yeah. You don't want to dread going to work every day. And yeah, you want to be happy. Yeah. So for I'm sure. I'm so sorry you're having that experience. It that stinks. <laughs> okay. What is your background in aesthetics? Where have you worked? What have you done? So actually right after school, I did a little like trip thing to teach English somewhere else. So I took a couple months off after school and then I started working in that day spa. I was mm-hmm. talking about earlier and I was still in Utah and I worked at the day spa for like six ish months. And then that's when I realized like I'm done. This isn't what I yeah. want. <laughs> and I started my own business and I did my own business for like, gosh, maybe a year, maybe. I can't even remember. Probably oh my pretty gosh. close to that. Yeah, it was probably around a year. And I worked just out of my own studio suite. Um, did that. And then applied at Revive when I realized I was kind of done owning my own business. Like I just, like it's not for everyone. That's mm-hmm. okay. And I had a hard time coming to terms with that at first because I'm like, no, like I want to be my own boss. Like yeah. I had a really hard time coming to terms with that. But I'm like, you know what? No, like. I'm not happy. And since I've been at Revive, I've been so much happier because I'm doing everything I love. I'm doing skin. I'm seeing results with my clients. And I'm not bringing work home with me like I was before. And I think that was the hardest part, too. Like, I was also newly married and I'd come home stressed. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. A nice wife when I came (laughs) home. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, My background. So I actually have wanted to be an esthetician for a long time. I remember in high school, I wanted to do EVIT. And then my dad actually told me that there was no money in the beauty industry. <laughs> uh, but, and yeah, so I graduated high school. I ended up doing nursing for EVIT. And then I graduated high school, um, started doing college, and then um, went on a mission, came back, got married. And I was like, well, I really want to do aesthetics and I really want to be a mom. And so I just feel like for the lifestyle that I want to live, I I just would rather be an esthetician. And so I went to school and I graduated and right out of school, I started working. Um, it, It's actually a company now called Hello Sugar. Um, It was called Sugar Me Wax, but they changed the name. Was that the one that was in Old Town Scottsdale? Yeah. Okay. So I actually, I worked at like several of their locations. I think they have like eight or nine in the oh, valley. Wow. Yeah. So they have a bunch and like now they're going like nationwide and becoming a chain. Cool. Um, but I worked there for about a year, a year and a half ish. Um, I started off receptioning there while I was in, in aesthetic school. That's good. Just on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I just started working there as a, as soon as I got my license and I really liked working there. Um, I never thought I would love waxing as much as I do, but it was great to teach me like how to really be vulnerable with clients, especially when clients are in a very vulnerable state as they're just naked on your table. Oh yes. <laughs> and so I feel like that really helped. Um, like build my confidence in who I am, made me be like efficient on my timing. 
and then I got pregnant and I realized like I don't know like the fast paced being on my feet for like 10 to 12 hours a day was just not going to work as a mom for me and so then um Marky had said that she was hiring at Revive and that she was going to start Revive and so I applied and then I got the job and then I got to be there as soon as Revive opened and I've loved working there ever since and it's just seriously been the best job for like the season of life for me so now I just do facials which is exactly where I wanted to be when I first started aesthetics was just helping people transform their skin so happy to be here <laughs> and now we work together so and it's now fun. we work together and it's <laughs> the best yeah okay what product oh geez I read that wrong. Scratch up. <laughs> How do you pick which product and treatments are best for your clients? Um, I think I, oh my goodness, I have some favorites from each line that we use. And first, like we do a skincare consultation, assess the skin. And then from there, I just like to... Uh, pick my favorites from each line. I don't necessarily always stick to one line, um, but just grab my favorites depending on the skin concern. Yeah. And I think the more you use different products and see how they work on different skin types, like it just becomes more second nature to you. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when I first started out, I was like, oh no, do I recommend this one or this one? And I was second guessing myself. Yeah. And now the more I've done it, I'm like, no, I'm confident this product is going to help your concern this product from this line and just yes. like study your products, like go home after work, lay in bed, study. I do that. Try them on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, I don't know. That's how you'll learn. And so, yeah, like I started <laughs> when I first started revive, I was so nervous about recommending products because at my waxing job, I rarely ever did that. Mm -hmm. And so for me to like have to recommend a full regimen with a line that I wasn't super I mean, I knew a lot about Glymed, but I didn't know everything that they had. And I felt like I was jipping my clients if I wasn't recommending the best from that line. Yeah. You know? And so no joke, every single client for probably the first at least three weeks to a, a month or a month and a half, maybe even um, anytime someone recommend or ask me for a skincare recommendation, I would text Marky. <laughs> I would and send a screenshot okay. ask people and for help I would send pictures of their skin and then she would recommend and that's kind of how I learned was like listening to Marky and like seeing what she would recommend to people because I mean this was her business this is how she's grown is from all of her like before and afters and like her yeah. success with her clients so I really like <laughs> I would like study I was like okay well why would you recommend this like why would you recommend this yeah. and just really know Learn. what ingredients yeah. are in there to help the concern exactly yeah so okay. okay next one i'm considering switching career paths and becoming an esthetician is aesthetics worth it Ooh. <laughs> i think it just depends ask yourself why you want to switch um if it's something that excites you and you find skin interesting um, then for sure, but not even skin. Like we talked about earlier, there's so many directions you can go with aesthetics. Mm -hmm. And that's why I actually do. I tell people like go to aesthetic school. Like if you're, I don't know, you can do waxing, you can do nails, you can do spray tans, body treatments. Like there's so many directions you can go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but just make sure, I don't know. It's even like so good, even if you want to just go selfishly to just get the knowledge. <laughs> yeah. And then have your license to get your own product. Yeah. Like, I think that that's even that in and of itself within your lifetime, you're going to spend so much money on like skincare that you're going to save yourself so much money even I, just by going to school. Yeah. Know? I don't think you would regret going to school. Um, But I do think that aesthetics isn't for everyone. I think it's such a great career path, but it really also depends on your personality. Like, are you good one-on-one? -on -one? Mm -hmm. Are you comfortable one-on-one? -on -one? Are you comfortable, um, like explaining things to people, having people, <laughs> you know, like just yeah. a lot of different, there's so many things that go into aesthetics, but I think like if you are willing to put in the work, willing to hustle and like 
advertise and market yourself as your own business, then yeah, I think that you could be successful. And I mean, there are some estheticians that make seven figures. Like, is it worth it financially? You can do any, it's like your possibilities are endless with like yeah. what you could make and um, all of like that side of it. But also just, it's a low stress job for high reward. Yeah. So, and that's actually something you mentioned. I didn't know when I left school. Another thing I didn't know was how hard it would be to build your clientele. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't leave school expecting to make a shiz ton of money. Like, I left school not making a lot of money, and it took yeah. me a long time to build my clientele and to grow my social media. Like, it takes a long time, so be patient with yourself, but it is a very rewarding job mm-hmm. for sure. Like, even as a waxer, like with my first job, just <laughs> like it's like immediate immediate gratification like wax on wax off you know like there's hair then there's not like little gratification like that or like helping people not get ingrowns anymore or then take it to a whole nother level of like really emotionally helping someone through their skincare journey going from like cystic acne to clear or someone who has early aging and then having like helping them with that insecurity there's just so many rewards emotionally in this career that Absolutely. I think it'll forever be worth it, even if you only spent a short time in the industry. Yeah, I agree. Good answer. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any tips for new estheticians? Mm, kind of what we've touched on. Be patient with yourself growing in the beginning. Again, I left school thinking I would make a ton of money and have all these clients lined up at my door. <laughs> They're not going to be. Yeah. Like, honestly, be patient with yourself to build. I got so frustrated. And I'm not going to lie. When I first started, like, my own business part, I probably would have, like, a meltdown, like, once a month because I'm, like, I'm not as busy as I want to be. Like, it's hard. Like, it's so hard. And I don't want to just talk about how, like, great it is because it is so great. But I really want to be realistic with, like, it's hard. Like my sweet husband, <laughs> we were dating at the time and he was so patient with me and so sweet with me. But I, I think the biggest thing is being patient with yourself and consistent and have a good mindset. Don't have a scarcity mindset because that won't mm-hmm. get you anywhere. Don't compare yourself to other people. Easier said than done. But that also won't do anything for you. Yeah. I think the first one, like at, at least like in my mind is just don't compare um, whether it's social media or if you're not allowed to have a social media in your work and you're just supposed to like work for the company, just like not comparing your successes to other estheticians. Um, but tips that I would have are take so many pictures, like take yeah. before and afters because the proof is in the pudding. It's yeah, it is. that's what it is. Like you take pictures. That's how people trust you. They see that oh, I can trust her. Like, yeah, it's so <laughs> she true. knows what she's doing. If she can, like, there's so many people who relate so much to your before and afters that that's what's going to get them in the door. That's like what's going to make them book an appointment with you um, versus with someone else is if they see, oh, I see that she has treated someone just like me. So she must know how to help me. So I yeah. think take pictures and build your social media and give yourself so much grace <laughs> because it's not easy um to market yourself I feel like that's one of my biggest weaknesses is like being good on social media and well, like and especially as the industry is growing like oh it's so saturated time. when I went to school I tell people I few and far between. I was in esthetician school and they're like what is an esthetician people, now everyone knows what people an thought I was an anesthetist People, yeah, people, like doing epidurals. People thought they're like, wait, um, because I said I was in aesthetic school, and they thought it was like, what do they call it? An anesthesiologist? Yeah. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, <laughs> no, yeah. no. I'm like, no, I can't spell that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, but you know that everyone has skin, so at some point, everyone's gonna need you. Yeah, and so there is no competition. There's so many people in this world. So many people. So, okay. What are your favorite accounts to follow? 
Um, Dallas Esthetician for sure. I freaking love her. She's my favorite. Like, I think she's so funny and I feel like she's someone I would be friends with in real life too, because when I look at all of my close friends, they're all kind of give off the same vibes, like just out there. Like, I love people who are like, this is me. No apologies. Mm -hmm. I just, I I love her. When I first like, because I I remember I used to like watch all of her YouTube videos, listen to every like yeah every single podcast that she had. I would go back to the archives of her um, Instagram, and mm-hmm. I was like, she's kind of aggressive. And like people, I remember people were like coming after her, and she was mm-hmm. just like, look, I screwed up, whatever. Like moving on. Next. And that's the mindset I think everyone needs to have. I love her. We're all going to make she's mistakes. So We're inspiring. all going to do things, but like, yeah, no, I love her. Well, and like she started just like the rest of us. Yeah. And I think that's like what's so humbling is like everyone told her you can't do it. And she's our age too. She's so young. Yeah. Yeah. So she's definitely like my number one account that For I follow. Sure. I'm glad we agree on that <laughs> yes. because she's just elite we love she's the best yeah <laughs> what are other accounts that you like um well before I started working for Marky she I mean I still love but like page. I remember <laughs> looking like I still look up to her so much but like just being so inspired by her account before mm-hmm. I even met her so when I like met her and interviewed with her I'm like I I know we were in esthetician school at the same time we were mm-hmm. in different classes but like we knew of each other actually yeah. in aesthetic school so I'm like I know we know of each other but like oh my gosh fangirl a little yeah. bit I love her <laughs> yeah. um but Miracle is so great too mm-hmm. I think she's so great at marketing Miracle the SD Chloe's dot Clover skin Clover <laughs> she's freaking killing it like, her her whole life is a vibe it's an aesthetic it's like yeah from her home to her spa to her like her feed everything is so consistent and I love it and she just has such like the kindest soul that it's so nice like when you can like put a name or like I guess like a personality to the face like when you finally meet someone mm-hmm. you know like in person yeah does that make sense yeah yeah and like you can confirm like this person is whom they say they are <laughs> yeah and she's so supportive so supportive so many people yes I love just, love, love love her so she's queens so supporting queens and also can I just say I love when she posts videos and pictures of her dog, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) I want to meet Frank. Oh my goodness. I feel like I know them. I know. And that's what I love too. When Estes, I've noticed the Estes that I love to follow are ones that kind of share parts of their personal lives. Mm -hmm. And I love to see that. Yes. Like, I just want to feel like I'm friends with them. And like, you, you feel like you know them. Yeah. So much more. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Anyone else you want to add to it? I, there's so many out there's there. There's so many. I like can't list all of them, but but those are a few of my favorites. For sure. Okay. Next question. Um, who inspires you in the field? I guess that kind of goes along with who are your favorite accounts to follow. Totally. Um, I'm really inspired by miracle Mm -hmm. i think she is just grinding away um i'm really inspired by chloe i'm inspired by mark tara tara i feel like i would trust tara with my life (laughs) yeah like honestly her background story every like everything about her i'm like you are amazing yeah (laughs) no really i i trust her um i'm inspired by just the estheticians who are going out there and getting it Tess Zolly she just mm-hmm. created her own skincare line and I'm like go off that's yeah. amazing and Mallory I can't remember her last name Ma- it's like Mallory's mission uh-huh, Mallory's on mission on Instagram it's like everything that she's doing amazing she's killing it so smart I just I love to see all the Estes out there and just like see the good things they're doing and like yes mm-hmm. go off like Totally. it's just so cool to see someone in your field do something yes that's like that yeah I would say my very first person who inspired me into aesthetics was Marky like hands down like yeah. I was always on her page like if post notifications would have been a thing back then I would have had them on yes <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm I think that I felt like at least 
in my head she was the first one to really like go viral at least like in my head too on like in skincare like I maybe it's because I didn't follow a ton of other people with like with skin accounts at the time but I just remember hers was like the one that definitely had the biggest impact on my views of becoming an esthetician because she popped off when I was in aesthetic school and mm-hmm. I was like heck yeah this is awesome yeah <laughs> and so it really like I think she opened up at least in our demographic in our area she was the one who shed light on aesthetics yeah no I actually totally agree I even in Utah I remember working at the day spa and like just wanting to work at a med spa wanting mm-hmm. to do more skin things but I just felt kind of stuck there even yeah. though it was great and I learned and I have no regrets working there I remember like on my breaks when I didn't have any clients like just like stalking Marky's page yeah. like actually <laughs> and I'm like I want to be like Marky yeah <laughs> like I remember thinking that and like I learned what microneedling I, was through Marky because they didn't even offer it at my school oh my gosh I'm not shocked yeah <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah, and it's I think awesome. that just makes it so much surreal for us to now work for Marky because yes, I just look up to her so much. And totally. Now she's my boss. Okay. <laughs> Where are we? Okay, how to find your right audience on Instagram for your business. Can't you search your demographic? Like if you make an ad? Probably. I'm pretty sure you can like customize it real nitty-gritty if you like advertise yourself um but also I think following like following other skin accounts and then following people who follow those skin accounts yeah and even typing in like hashtags like I always hashtag on my Instagram Gilbert Esthetician Mesa Esthetician Mm -hmm. click on that you'll see other estheticians in that area that's really smart totally okay let's talk Someone just said, talk about MLM skincare. Just talk about it. <laughs> ah, don't come for us, please. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Yeah. I mean. Well, it's probably not the worst thing in the world, but. Like Mary Kay's been around since the Renaissance, I think. It's yeah, been around- I've used it. <laughs> it's been around forever. Yeah. And I would say I I appreciate it because it's taught and like. A wider demographic of women to do skincare yeah very similar to like tiktok tiktok skincare um skin talk or whatever like i appreciate it because it's exposing more light to the skincare world mm-hmm. but i wouldn't say it's the best that's out there but i wouldn't say that it's worse than some things <laughs> yeah no I totally agree I yeah. I I don't think I honestly don't think it's the worst thing ever like yeah. I truthfully don't I just think for a lot of the lines like Rodan and Fields Monet Mary Kay like all those MLMs I just feel like the prices are really high for the product you know what mm-hmm. I mean like maybe like yeah the product probably helps some people but I just think it's way too expensive for the quality like I just feel like if you're gonna spend that much money on skincare it might as well be medical grade and I I get a bitter taste in my mouth sometimes when people talk about it because um not once not twice but several times people have taken my own before and afters and claimed that they that it's theirs because of their product after mm, two days of opening their account and it really just grinds my gears when people do that. Just or, be honest. Um, yeah. Like, and then I know someone, I can't remember who it was, but someone at Revive, like they had a client who they'd been working with for so long and then she decided to sell it. And then she posted the before and afters from one of the SDs at Revive. Mm-hmm. She posted that as like her before and after from using the products that she now sells. I know another esthetician that that happened to. And I'm like, why do you do that? Like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. (laughs) If it works, it works. Like, yeah. Um, or just like, there's just so many like fake marketing tactics with it that sometimes it bothers me because I don't feel like it's always authentic. 
that's a thing. There's just no trust for me there because I mm-hmm. have seen that multiple times. Well, and like the second that I made a skincare account and like my account started to grow, the amount of MLM girls that have reached out to me saying like, I think you'd be so great on the team because you're so good at selling. I'm like, yeah, I freaking would be. Same. Honestly, I've yeah. I've gotten it and they're like, come sell skincare. I'm like, um. Yeah. And it, uh, no like girly. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just don't appreciate it because I know that I'm looked at as money bags rather than a person like who like genuinely struggles with skin and like yeah. who wants to help better people's skin. Mm-hmm. And another thing that bugs me <laughs> is that none of them have to have any sort of background in skin or hair or anything like that. Yet they're giving like professional advice. And that's another thing. It's like, show me the credentials. That does bother me. Yeah. So it's just cause there's yeah. so many things that can go wrong with certain skin types and it's like we'll try this try this and it's like people who don't understand are just throwing their money at these mm-hmm. people who have no background yeah. besides what they're told and people have never touched skin before yeah and some so, people have never dealt with acne <laughs> yeah that's my problem with it yeah but i do think it's good because it gets some people into the realm of wanting to take care of their skin i think yeah probably at least half my clients have tried some sort of skincare fad whether it was yeah. Monet or Rodin and Fields or Curology or something of the sort <laughs> and now they've come to see me because they're used to be on a consistent regimen that no longer works for them right what are your thoughts on slugging this has actually been very controversial I, on Instagram I've seen yes Honestly, I, I would, the only slugging I would recommend is just like cell protection balm or the Mm -hmm. Anfisa Lubam, Anfisa, is that how you say it? I don't know. Um, just because like the Glymed cell protection balm, it's semi-occlusive. It's not, you know, like your skin can still Mm -hmm. semi breathe through it. Yes. (laughs) And so, um, and it's also has really repairing ingredients in it as well. I just wouldn't do it like all the time it's or definitely not an every night maybe yeah. like twice a week if mm-hmm. that if your skin's needing it right yeah yeah and I love it for my lips oh yeah like I, I'll suck my lips every day but like <laughs> as for your skin I just wouldn't do it every day but I do think it's good every once in a while if you're using a semi semi-occlusive balm yeah you can definitely overdo it and ruin your skin <laughs> okay how oh wait it's your turn okay so another one says how to handle an aesthetics teacher who drives you crazy sometimes. <laughs> Do you want Just to touch on that? Push to the pain. <laughs> um, You're not there for long. Just only a few more months. Just get through it. Just. Yeah. I and it's know. okay to disagree. Like, yeah. I mean, they're, they're just, they're just there to teach you as much as they can. And just, it's only for a season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the scheme of things, it's just a tiny part of your life and you're there to learn. Mm-hmm. So just focus on that and think of what you can learn from them rather than what you can't. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're just studying and she's annoying you, put headphones in if you're yeah. loud. Like just totally. say you study better with headphones, you know? Were you guys allowed to have phones? phones uh-huh yeah. we yeah. weren't allowed to have our phones like at all at school or like headphones oh really yeah like we would literally get kicked out oh like i mean obviously like when we were having lessons like we needed to put our phones away but like whenever we had like a break room and i would do homework and there a lot and so in the break room i'd always have my phone out and like oh study that's and, so nice yeah thing so we got one more last minute submission um i just saw it right before we started okay. so i added it last minute so it says what are your favorite products to help hormonal acne while pregnant and breastfeeding hmm. you've been there yes so my favorite products while pregnant and or breastfeeding would be um bioclear is good because it has it has like a small percentage of salicylic it's in it. It's small, yeah. So you can still use it. So if it's like acne, acne, you can use that. Um, and it has azelaic acid in it, which, which is, is amazing so for good. acne. Yes. And I like facial hydrator too. Mm-hmm. I think especially during pregnancy, we go through like 
so many skin changes and sometimes I think that like the AHA accelerator can be a little aggressive um, but the facial hydrator is a pretty it's like a more mild version of the AHA accelerator yeah because it just doesn't have what the lactic in it is that the difference um I can't remember it's something like that it's just like <laughs> less AHAs yes it's just less and so it doesn't sting as much (laughs) yeah um but i just feel like it's a little bit more friendly during that but if you can handle aha great um but to help with hormonal acne sorry i'm kind of i love sulfur oh yeah the sulfur mask from climate is is so great for calming inflammation it smells like butt but Mm. (laughs) it's daily repair Mm -hmm. is awesome it has ingredients that help with um what's the word to like not produce bacteria yeah it helps with bacteria from acne and also helps prevent (laughs) scarring Mm -hmm. um i think it's the onion bulb yes with um, preventing scarring on the skin and it smells so good and it like helps your skin to like boost collagen Mm -hmm. so that's a good one that's actually a really good one too for your belly as it grows (laughs) if you get stretch marks um i was talking with the glymed rep and she had mentioned that i was like awesome so that's great. Um, oxygen. Oxygen's good. I love the oxygen deep pore cleanser. And then you can also. And the cream. They're both great. Is this an only home care regimen? or is it, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go back to the question. Treatments, true. Let's talk about both. So with treatments, I mean, you can get the mama to be facial. You can get the hydrofacial. You can get um, the ultrasonic and a basic peel after. You can do DMK. Your, done being pregnant when you're breastfeeding and then yeah you can do dmk throughout your entire pregnancy actually i would put the home care the dmk home care one the at home mask oh yeah i used to do it on my belly when i was pregnant really <laughs> yeah it would like get so tight it was it was pretty cool Ooh. but made it feel nice and refreshed i love that i'm actually planning on so doing itchy. that this week really it's mm-hmm. oh, it's the best i love it but there are so many things. Oh, and for sure, for sure, pregnant and breastfeeding, wear sunscreen because you will hyperpigment oh so much, whether it's from hormones, walking out into the sun, going in your car, like your skin just pulls pigment so fast. Like you are going to get so much more sunburn so much more quickly. And what, melasma, pregnancy mask? Mm-hmm. Like I, <laughs> I wore a bikini for like mm, 10 minutes outside. Yeah. And... It was like May and my belly got so burned. I looked like a tomato and like it was, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I just sunburned my baby. Like, (laughs) like, is that safe? It was so (laughs) painful. And like my belly started peeling. Oh, I would never wish that upon anyone, but we are actually going to have a pregnancy skincare episode coming so coming soon. So stay tuned for that. We're super excited. And we're going to bring on a couple more girls from Revive in the um, few upcoming we episodes. Want, yeah. And we want to get everyone from Revive on because everyone, we, everyone has so much so to talent. offer and so much yeah. knowledge to share. And that's one yes. thing I do love about working at Revive is we all grasp onto different things. Mm-hmm. And so we're able to bounce ideas off of each other yes. and learn from each other. Yeah. Which is so cool. I love it. Like, oh, I love where we work. It's the best. So all right that'll come soon well this is the conclusion of today's episode we are so grateful you came um don't forget to exfoliate and we'll see you guys next week bye Bye, guys. guys